This podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute legal, tax, investment, financial, or other advice. It is not intended to cause or induce breach of an existing agency agreement. The goal of this podcast since day one is to provide the best information on the Vancouver real estate market at no cost to you, the listeners. To that end, we'd like to thank the following sponsors. This podcast is sponsored by Marcon, a local family-owned and managed real estate development and construction company that's been around for nearly four decades. Marcon is not only committed to high-quality construction, but it also is making a positive impact in the communities in which it builds all across the Lower Mainland. We want to highlight two incredible Marcon projects. Elmwood, a 38-story tower located at Burquitlam's most important intersection, Como Lake Avenue and Clark Road. This landmark tower will feature 335 condominiums, over 37,000 square feet of office and retail space, and almost 20,000 square feet of amenity space. Elmwood has been incredibly popular with 80% sold currently, but they still have a great selection of junior one-bedroom all the way to three-bedroom homes remaining. Check out markon.ca slash Elmwood for more. And Matt, we are also excited about Sone House, Markon's newest community in West Coquitlam. With 165 homes ranging from junior one beds to three beds, Sone House offers the perfect West Coast aesthetic with a more nuanced Nordic-inspired design. Register today at markon.ca slash Sonehouse. That's S-O-E-N-H-A-U-S. Or you can learn more at markon.ca or follow them at Instagram at markonhomes. Markon, building for life. This is the Vancouver Real Estate Podcast. Okay, Matt. So it's V-Rep Short number five. Episode 55. I'm excited for this one. We're talking about ownership in Vancouver. And this is, you know, there's a whole lot of different types of ownership out there, but we're talking about three typical common ones you would see. Yeah, the key ones here in the city. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, this is a little note just to the realtors that listen to the program. Well, we were talking about this. It got us thinking about it. This is a great episode. I mean, a couple times a year, almost quarterly, everyone gets a buyer that calls them and it's this urgent situation where we need to get in to see this place yeah because they can't believe it it's, well they it's, maybe want to write sight unseen yeah well exactly yeah because it's a screaming deal yeah and they're going i don't want to miss this opportunity so it's it's in a concrete tower it's in the west end it's got views of uh you know english uh, bay, english bay stanley park two minutes from sunset beach i mean what what's not to like about this property yeah. and it's under 300k yeah and so you know they can't believe it and then, you know, before we even check Paragon or look at the properties ourselves, usually starts the email, sorry to be the bearer of bad news. This but, is a leasehold property. Now, yeah. there's nothing necessarily wrong with leasehold. And it we just, can get into that. And it just doesn't necessarily jive with what people are looking for when they think of owning a property. Yeah. Right? So when they say, am I missing something? Is there a catch here? There most definitely is. Yeah, there can be. So let's just break it down. There's about three different types of typical ownership you'll yeah. see on a regular basis that you yeah. should be aware and the, of. And the most common one, and this is what people generally think of when they go out trying to buy a property, is freehold. So give me a loose definition of freehold. So freehold is when you actually own the land outright and in perpetuity. So it's yours to do whatever you want with, providing that you're acting within the regulations of the governing body. Okay, man. Now break it down in car terms. Easy, easy digestible, easily digestible car terms. You you buy a 2008 Honda Accord and it's yours to drive off a cliff, drive into the ground, sell I can do anything with it. You can do whatever you want with that Honda Accord. I can kick out the stilts and put it on deep dish. 
Yeah, yeah, you can. You can. That, you, I can put never, spinners on it. I can do anything. You can. It's mine, though. Is it the, is, is yours. The point. But here's the other point, right? You can't tint out the windows to the point where a police officer can't see who's in the car, right? Right? Because okay. <laughs> there's certain regulations. There's that certain have to regulations. Work exactly. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Okay, so let's keep this going. So we've also got co-op. So what exactly is a co-op? Well, co-op actually and leasehold works with the car analogy as well, but co-op is kind of the the least useful to think of in terms of a car. Unless you think of a car share program. A car share program, potentially a corporation with shareholders purchasing a car. Okay. Uh, so let's, yeah, think business terms work for co-op because yeah. you own an undivided interest well, it's usually. Well, co- it's basically a co-op corporation that owns a piece of land right. and instead of buying your unit in freehold, you're buying shares into the co-op. Okay. You see these often in the West End as well. Right. And this is in large part with leasehold and co-op. Why they're in the West End is because that's where a lot of the buildings predated stratas. Okay, so co-ops often predate stratas. So they're in in terms of just capital appreciation and and actual ownership, they tend to be a bit better than what we're going to talk about next, which is leasehold. leasehold. Right. So it's kind of like an early strata you could almost describe it yeah, as. Yeah, I mean, you own shares in the co-op, so you still technically own the land. If a developer came along and, and wanted to buy the land, you can make a bundle for sure. Most often, co-ops, in my experience, are, the issues are they usually don't allow rentals. You do need to be approved by the co-op council to okay. actually purchase in, in the building. Um, but yeah, that's the second type. It's not super common. Okay. All right, so let's talk about the third type, leasehold. Okay, back to car terms. Back to car terms. I mean, you lease a car. Okay. You lease it for five years. Typical realtor. At the end, you give it back, right? Okay. Now, it's it's your car to use for five years. You have a right to that car. No one else can just walk up and drive that car. Yeah. But can you kick out the stilts? No. Well, well, cons- well consult, you could. consult you could. your lease. You could. But it's not your car to do whatever you want with, right? right. It's not a freehold car. You're leasing but it. But you can modify your leasehold property, right? You could do. You could put down engineered wood. You can paint. You can change but you, the kitchen. Yeah, but you need approval, and sometimes it's not strata. It's from the property management. If it's a private leasehold from the property management company that owns that land and is leasing okay. it. But the bigger, the broader point is you're leasing that land you're you don't leasing own it. that's correct yeah it's not in perpetuity and it's not yours necessarily to do whatever you want with okay so let's pull back and talk about a couple of well first of all let's recap so we've got freehold which is about as much ownership as you can have in that's canada right. then you've got co-op which is actually you still do own the land it's just structured differently okay so it's kind of a pre-strata structure that's right and then we've got uh leaseholds which yeah you're buying a lease to the land. To the land. Okay. For a certain duration. Okay. Got it. Got it. Okay. Now, some of the pros and cons. So, the pro of, say, a freehold is that typically it appreciates in value. It yeah, you can, pa- you can pass it on to your kids. Right. Um, it's yours forever. You can do whatever you want with it. Yeah. Uh, the market, if you go to sell it, is the largest because this is the most, most attractive uh, form of property ownership. Most people are comfortable with freehold, right? Yeah. It's what they think about when they think of home ownership. That's exactly okay, it. Okay, so moving on to a... Co-op. A co-op, in my mind, the the real benefit is, and this is Vancouver specific, they're usually in really nice locations. Okay. And you can get in quite a bit cheaper. Okay. You know, there's so you some save tr- a little bit of money. You save a little bit of money. They're really fantastic for people who, you know, at, at a certain price point want to live in a in a really nice area. Um, some of the downsides to co-ops, 
you can't rent them out usually. You have to get approval by the co-op council. The the other advantage is, is it's so it's for people that are looking for a place to live. Right now, developers are looking at those lands, especially in the West End. So people are making a bundle on, on co-ops. Okay, for redevelopment purposes. Exactly, exactly. Okay, what about leaseholds? I mean, leaseholds, the one thing that comes to mind is you can you can usually rent them out in a lot of cases. You can, yeah. And I don't know of one that has a rental restriction. Right. And so, so for investors, the cap rates are pretty good. Well, yeah, you look at in the West End, and I know there's a there's a realtor that works for West End who owns a bunch of leaseholds, and his argument is a renter's still going to pay you. Top they dollar. don't care if it's freehold or leasehold. So sure. you get in a lot cheaper. You can usually cash flow it quite easily because you're paying 250 k for the unit. You're still getting 1800 maybe 1750 And all things month. rise with the tide, right? So that, that lease come can up. appreciate in they, value. Yeah, they can. I mean, you the assumption is that the closer you get to the end of the lease, it's going to depreciate. But over the last two years, we've seen huge jumps in both co-ops and leaseholds. Sure, sure. And look at the UBC and Dow yeah. lands. I mean, the one thing is, is that leasehold when, and here's a, a negative, when you go to buy it, you need to usually put more down. Okay. So and that's a, for co-ops as well, right? Yeah, you need a larger down payment? Exactly. So the So it's a little bit tougher to get in. With that said, when you go to sell, the market, of course, is smaller because- right. You know, if not everybody has that much money to put down, and not and, everyone's comfortable with it. Yeah, exactly. Because it is a little different than than what most people think of when they think about owning land. Yeah, freehold is is the number one. Okay, Matt, we're going long for a V rep short, so uh, let's uh, we'll we'll see you guys Wednesday. Yeah, see you next week. Take care. Two thousand faces for radio. Subscribe today. This is the Vancouver Real Estate Podcast. <laughs>